up to come up to the stage really quick. Come on, Buttercup. Come on. B-Cups. Give it up for Buttercup, y'all. Oh, take that back. Can we get the next song up here, please? The next song. Yeah. Come whatever comes natural. Come on. Whatever comes natural. Come on. Come on. Go. Come on. Whatever comes natural, baby. Come on. Come on. Do it. Everybody's watching you. Can I get one mic, please? Please. Come on, baby. Come on. Dance. Whatever comes natural. Come on. Okay, so something like that. Come on, ready? Go. Yeah, give it up for Buttercup. He's got this simple sway. He's just... Anybody daring? Anybody daring to come on up here? Ricky, where you at? Come on, Ricky, come on. No, come on, let's get Ricky up here. Give it up for Ricky, yo. Come on, clap it up, yeah. All right, whatever comes natural, baby. Come on, come on. No, everybody's staring at you now. No, no thinking about it twice. Come on. Oh, come on. No, no, you have to do it. We called you up. Come on. Yeah, that's it, that's it, that's it. Okay, give it up for Ricky, y'all. Come on. Praise God. Thank you for coming on out, guys. Welcome to Elevate. What, what? Come on, guys. I want to hear you, especially that guy in the corner right there. Yes, you. No, 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 you. Welcome to Elevate. What, what? Nice and loud so I can hear you. Let's wake up the neighbors. Welcome to Elevate. What, what? Oh, no, they're talking about us now. Seriously, we used to get some complaints because we were too loud. But that's how we like it, guys. So, guys, thank you for coming on. Now, if we can lower the music just a little bit. Guys, thank you for coming on. Elevate service, guys. We have some pr crazy things planned out for you guys for the end of this month. If you guys have a Facebook, check us out on Facebook. It's just happening. It is just happening. I ain't going to tell you. I'm going to tell you in the announcements. But right now, let's go through some house rules. Establish the house rules up in this place for me, please. Please. House rules, y'all. And just anywhere you'll go, guys. You can lower the music down for me, just for me. He's working back there. Give it up for Ellie, y'all. He's trying back there. He's still a rookie. He's still a rookie. House rules, guys. And just anywhere you go, you have, like, you can't go into nobody's house and open up their fridge. You don't got it like that, right? First off, if you go to anybody's house, unless you're Hispanic, you know you just can't go into the house and just open it up and start drinking their Coke. You couldn't do that. No, this, you get you get in trouble in this house. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So check this out. For the house of God, there's some rules we just like to lay down and give you guys. So here they are. Number one, once you're here, you're... Once you're here, you're... That's it. Guys, no more leaving. Like, oh, I'm because I'm... No, no, no. Once you're here, you're here. Number two, no fighting, cursing, threatening, gang affiliation, or the like. And I know that you guys are thinking, like, why do we even have this there if there's no gang... There's a point in time where like this was like one of the most ghetto youth groups in the world. Like literally some ghetto kids up in here. Some smelly kids up in them. Ghetto, we should have had one like, make sure you take a shower. Just kidding, we love you. But no, we, we had that happening in, in the youth group. So we had to make sure that that's where these rules are here. No fighting, no fighting, cursing, threatening, gang affiliation, or the like. Okay, no, we throwing it up in here. We throw it up for Jesus, y'all, amen? Amen. Come on. Number three, no talking while someone is on the. See, if I have the mic, you guys are. Oh, but you're talking. <laughs> Tricked you. Yes, you're quiet. No talking, okay? Number four, shut off all cell phones. Go ahead and just lift up your cell phones for me. Wave them up. I got the nice G2. This thing is like quick on the internet. This thing. See, he's turning his off. So guys, you want to turn these bad boys off. Like, I'm going to go ahead and just turn mine off. 
get it done, guys. Turn yours off. Okay, we don't want you guys getting distracted throughout the time. God's giving you a word. Oh, okay. Who's got? No, no. We want you to listen to what the Lord says. Amen? Amen. Number five, no PDA, public display of affection. Guys, we don't want to have it happen here. It's just nasty. It's wrong. Just keep away from it. I can tell you all the stories back in Lane Tech. You guys don't want to hear those no more. They're just wrong, okay? Please don't do it. If you like somebody, what's the rule if you like somebody? Ah, live like a Christian. Date like a Christian. Duh. So get no PDA, guys, all right? We, we love you guys, and we want you guys to have a fun time. Not like that. Amen? Praise God. Number six, respect the leaders and each other. We live in a culture and a society of respect. You respect us. We respect you. It goes back and forth. Amen? Amen. And number seven, live like Jesus. If you guys can stand to your feet for me, please, please, come on up to the front. Let's get ready for worship. Hallelujah. Praise God, praise God. Amen. Just get a little bit more mic in this bad boy. Nice and loud so I can be right in the kids' ears. My baby kids. Come on, baby kids. Look to your neighbor and say, you're my baby kids. No, you're my baby. You look, you look down. I said, look to your neighbor. He's like, there it is, buddy. All right, so we got this one little thing. We want you guys to be a part of worship. We're going to have fun right here in the house of the Lord. So it's not necessarily a song. But it's going to get you guys to come up and sing. And so what I'll do here, I just heard, oh, man. Let me lower it down because I know you guys are a little shorter than I am. Right there. I got to test one, two, one, two. So this is what we're going to do. We want you guys right now, I'm going to give you about three seconds, and I want you to pick one partner. One. Pick your partner. One, two. Three, just pick somebody. It doesn't have to be someone you know, just pick somebody. Everybody got a part in this place? Go ahead, listen up, listen up. So here's the name of the game. Hallelujah. Let me let me raise this up. If if someone is left out, there can be a three-way, yes. Alright, so this is it. So I'm just gonna play a simple melody, and this is what it's gonna be. that's it. And this, here's the thing. I'm going to give you another 10 seconds. Wait, wait, wait. But I want you to find out three things about the person. And when you find out those three things, we're going to sing a song. Just like that. Okay. I'm going to try to prove a point to you guys. All right. So I want you guys to find out number one, their name. Number two, their favorite color. Number three, their favorite food. Go ahead. 10 seconds. Go. Three, one, two, three. All right, stop talking, stop talking. Look up, look up. Here it is, here it is, here it is. You guys get ready? No talking, no talking. Not, not this team right here, no talking. Not, uh, uh, silence, silence, silence. So what we're going to do, Chris and I are going to demonstrate it for you guys. And Chris is just going to be singing, but every time there's a blank when Chris doesn't sing, you guys fill in what you guys find out. For example, all right, ready, Chris? Go ahead. My friend is, his 
favorite colors. Oh, oh, wait, wait. Okay, okay, wait, wait. All right. From beginning. My friend is favorite colors. Their favorite food is, and they love Jesus too. Yeah, okay. So now that that was pretty easy, you guys were standing there. We want you guys to come out to the mic. We want to introduce some new people. Don't be shy. Don't be shy. This thing's not going to bite you, I promise. So Chris is going to sing it out for you guys. You guys just fill in the blank, and we're all going to cheer at the end. Hallelujah. Come on up. Wait, wait, wait. Who wants to come on up here? Just come on up. Just run up to the stage. Come on. My friend is favorite colors. You're gonna Blue. have to say it. Blue. Are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Jay, what happened? We're gonna do man? that over again. So when he's when he's blank, you fill in what you found out about your friend and then you switch up. Cool. Just just for everybody else, okay? <laughs> Try to get one, two, three. My friend is Louise. His favorite colors red. His favorite food is Taco! And he loves Jesus too. Come on, come on, someone next, come on up. My friend is Oscar. His favorite colors green. His favorite food is spaghetti. And he loves Jesus too. Come on up to the mic, come on. My friend is Stephanie. Favorite colors. Blue. Favorite food is pizza. And loves Jesus too. Keep on coming, keep on coming. My friend is yourself. Favorite colors. Purple. Favorite food is pizza, I think. Jesus, too. <laughs> My friend is Ricky. His favorite colors. Red. His favorite food is tacos. He loves Jesus, too. My friend is Oriana. A favorite color. Her favorite food is hot dogs. She loves Jesus too. My friend is Axel. His favorite colors. Green. His favorite food is tacos. And he loves Jesus too. Come on. Keep it coming. Come on. My friend is Coco. His favorite colors. Blue. His favorite food is taco. And he loves Jesus too. My friend is Michelle. favorite colors. Turquoise. Favorite food is hot dog. She loves Jesus too. One more, one more. Come on, let's get one more pressing up. Come on. Yeah, step, step. My friend is Kyla. Her favorite colors. Orange. 
favorite food is hot dogs. <laughs> and she loves Jesus too. Come on, give it up to the Lord is place. God, praise God. You guys know that when we sing worship songs, we're singing unto God about God. And you guys just sang, you guys just sang a song about the, your friend that you just figured out, that you just found out about. So when we sing songs to God about worship, watch this. We're singing it to God about God, but we're giving him the praise. Come on. Something as fun as simple as that, understand that what we're doing in worship all goes back to him. Amen. Come on, praise God. Amen. Come on. And I've got, and I've got a river of living water, a fountain that never will run dry. And it's an open heaven. The joy we sing and we will never be denied. Cause we're stirring up. Cause we're stirring up a deep, deep wells. We're stirring up deep, deep waters. We're gonna dance in the river. Dance in the river. Stirring up. Cause we're stirring up a deep, deep wells. We're stirring up deep, deep waters. We're gonna jump in the river. Jumping, come on, sing it out, deep cries, deep cries out to, deep cries out to, deep cries out to, deep cries out to, we cry out to, we cry out to, you, G. Come on, deep cries, deep cries out to, deep cries out to, deep cries out to, deep cries out to, we cry out to, we cry out to, you, G. Come on, I've got, and I've got, come on, let me hear you. Living water, a fountain, fountain that never will run dry. Come on, singing it's an open heaven, and it's an open heaven. The jury leasing, and we will never be denied. Come on, concern up, cause we're stirring up a deep, deep wells. We're stirring up deep, deep waters. We're gonna dance in the river. Come on, we're stirring up. Cause we're stirring up a deep, deep wells. We're stirring up deep, deep waters. We're gonna jump in. Come on. Sing it out. And everybody sing it out. Deep cries out to, deep cries out to, deep cries out to, deep cries out to. We cry out to, we cry out to you. Come on, sing it to the Lord. Deep cries. Deep cries out to, deep cries out to. Deep cries out to, deep cries out to, and we cry out, we cry out to you. Come on, clap your hands. Come on, favorite part of the song. Ready? Come on, go. And if he goes to the left, we will go to the left. And if he goes to the right, we will go. Come on, jump. We're gonna jump, jump. Jump, jump in the river. Jump, 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 jump in the river. And if he goes to the left, we will go to the left. And if he goes to the right, we will go to the right. We're gonna dance, 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 d
dance, dance, come on, do it again. If you go, send if you go to the left, if you go to the left, if you go to the right, then we go to the right. We're gonna dance, 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 river, dance, 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 dance. Everybody, if we go to the left, and we go to the left, and we go to the right, and we go to the right, we're gonna shout, 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 shout in the river, shout, shout. Go deep cries, deep cries out to deep cries out to. Deep cries out to, deep cries out to, we cry out to, we cry out to, you, Jesus. One more time, come on. Oh, and deep cries out to, deep cries out to, we cry out to, we cry out to, deep cries out to, deep cries out to, you, Jesus. Come on, give a shout to the Lord. Talk about Holy Ghost aerobics. Hallelujah. I'm sweating up in this place. But I'll sweat for Jesus. Come on. How many of you guys excited to be in the house of the Lord today? Hallelujah. All right, guys, this is the Holy Ghost stick up. Come on, put your hands up in the air right now. We're about to praise the Lord. Get our worship on. Come on, Father, we praise you. Even before our worship starts, guys, before the music, I believe that you guys can just go ahead and just get there. Start praising God right now in your own words. Just start praying right now. Just saying, God, I need you right now, Father. Thank you, God. I lift you up. You are wonderful. Come on right now, guys. Let's get there. We're not going to be so just religious and just wait for the music. I believe that young people can cry out to God. I believe that you guys right now can say, God, you're everything I live for. Come on. Oh, we worship you, God. You are high and mighty in this place. Come on, this next song is talking about God getting everything. The words say that he, he won't relent until he has it all. Come on, as we sing this next song, I want you guys to sing it and sing, God... This is what I'm giving up to you as a sign of worship. Let's go ahead and just offer of God our praise. Come on. Oh, let's sing it out. Come on, you won't relent. You won't relent until you have it all. My heart is yours. Come on, sing it out. You won't relent. You won't relent until you have it all. My heart is. Come sing it. You won't relent, Lord. You won't relent until you have it all. My heart is. You won't relent, so oh God. I'll set and I'll set you as a seal upon my heart and as a seal upon my arm for there is love 
that is as strong as death, jealousy demanding as a grave, and many waters cannot quench this love. Come on, sing, you won't relent. You won't relent until you have it all. My heart is Come on, let's sing it again right now in this place. God won't relent until you won't Come on, until he has it all, young people. Let's surrender today. Surrender it all to you. My heart is yours. Come on, sing, you won't relent, oh God. You won't relent until you you have it all my heart is yours sing it out you won't relent you won't relent until you have it all my heart is yours come on I'll set you as and I'll set you as a seal come on upon my heart and as a seal upon my arm for there is love that is as strong as death oh jealousy demanding as a grave and many waters cannot quench this Oh, sing it out. Oh, come on, right now with your hands in the air. Come on, he won't relent until he has it all. It's a sign of surrender. Come on, lift up your hands all across this place. Let's worship the Lord. He is worthy of it. Come on. Oh, we surrender to you today. Oh, say, come be. Come be the fire inside of me. Come be the flame upon my heart. Come be the fire inside of me until you and I are one. Come be the fire inside of me come be the flame upon my heart and come be the fire inside of me until you and I are and come be the fire inside the flame upon my heart be the fire inside of me until you and I are we praise you Lord we praise you Lord so called Oh, I worship you, God. I worship you, God. Oh, my praise goes to you. 
believe some of you guys for the first time, for the second time, for the third time, whatever, how many times it is for you, you guys just need to say that again. Come be the flame upon my heart. And mean it from your heart. You got to say, come be the fire inside of my heart. Until you and I are one, God. Until you and I are one. Come on, right now, I want you guys to just get rid of the junk that's in your life. Come on, I want you guys to repent. I want you to guys to say you're sorry. I want you to guys and come up to God and say, God, forgive me of my sins. You alone have I just disobeyed. You alone have I fell away from. Come on. We sing it out to you. We sing it out to you. Come on, take this next minute right now. I want you guys to repent before the Lord. God says he is a holy God. He is a righteous God. And some of you guys have these things that you're carrying into worship. Come on, you need to lay your burdens down to the Lord. Come on, lay your burdens down to the Lord right now. If you can hear my voice, I'm telling you to draw closer to the Lord today in repentance. Come on. Oh, I confess it all to you. Oh, I need your help, oh God. I need your strength. I need you, Lord. I need you, Lord. Come on, the next 30 seconds right now. Come on. Cry out to the Lord. Cry out to God. Come on, raise your voice in this place. Come on, tell Him you need Him. Come on. says a broken and contrite heart he will not despise he will not send away a broken and contrite heart this right now to say this and I and I say this coming as your pastor as someone who wishes you well but I feel the Lord press it on my heart that some of you guys just don't care that you do a lot of lip service but you don't care that you don't live it out that you don't go to God in your time of prayer you just don't care Right now is the time to say, God, forgive me for just having my own agenda. Forgiving me, but just making it about myself. I've been so selfish and just so greedy. God, I haven't been making time with you. God, I haven't been seeking your face. Some of you guys need to be broken for the Lord in this place. Some of you guys need to be set free from the things and the cares of this world. And you guys need to be... Reestablish, reaffirm with your first love. 
Some guys and you can come back to your first love right now in this place. Oh Lord, you're everything. We don't just sing songs to God. We say, God, here are everything, yeah, and not mean it. See, when you say things like, God, you're my everything, you're, you're allowing God, you're telling God, God, I give you permission to come in this part of my life, my relationships with my friends, my school. God, I'm giving you all the permission to just come in and have your way. Oh, yes, Lord. We're broken for you. We're broken for you. Come on, in closing, let's sing that out. But with the right perspective, with the right heart today, come on, if you can stand with me to your feet. We're going to make this our proclamation. We're going to make this our declaration in this place. That he's going to come and be the fire upon our hearts, the fire in our life. Not just in this youth service, but in our life when we go back home, back to our schools, back to our families. That's who we're saying God is. Come on, let's sing it out. Come be. We'll come be the fire inside of me. Come be. Come on, sing it out. Upon my heart will come be the fire inside of me until you and I will come be. Come be the fire. Come on, lift your voice in this place. Just declare it. Oh, we need you, Lord. Come be the fire inside of me until you come on up through the Holy Ghost and now let's sing it again. Come be be the fire inside. Oh, come be Lord. Come be the fire inside. Oh, come be. Come be the fire inside. Until you and I are one, until we one, oh God, slowly be two. Oh, we worship you, Lord. Speak of this, Lord. Come on, guys. I believe it's just carry a little more. I don't feel right to just move on right now. I just don't feel right to just move on to the rest of the service. I just want to tarry here right now. Come on, let's fight right now through praise. Let's fight right now. Some of you guys, the flesh is clicking in. You're just like, can he just stop playing? Can we just keep on moving on with service? But God is doing something good in this place that I can't move on. Some of you guys are just finally hearing the voice of the Lord speak to you guys. I'm not going to move on. Here's what I'm going to do for the next two minutes. I want you guys to just close your eyes. Don't focus on what's happening on the stage. Don't focus on your friends. Just focus on the Lord. Just you and God right now. Just you and God. Just talk to him. Come on. Come on. Let's share with the Lord a little bit. Come on. Let's just praise him. If all you can do is praise him. Come on. Sing a song unto the Lord. Come on. Just right now. You and God time. Come on.
worship you, God. We worship you. I just felt that in my spirit that some of you guys need to learn how to just stay in the presence of God. Don't be so quick to go off on what God is doing in your life. Especially in your times of prayer. Especially in the times of worship. Don't be so quick to move on to the next thing. Let God speak. Let God speak. You got to give God that moment, that space, that time so he can speak to you. He is a living God, guys. He is a living God. You got to let time for God to just do what he has to do in your life. That's why we make this time right now. It's not just we're all some spiritual nuts in this place and spiritual nuts and flakes but we're crazy after God we're spiritual sons and daughters amen come on amen hallelujah father I thank you God for what you have in store in this youth group God just for the for the man of God who's going to come and give the word today father I pray that you just give him the words father God that you enable him to speak your word fluently father God Father, I pray for the rest of this time, God, that your Holy Spirit would be on it, that you would just anoint it, God, and you will have your way, you would move, you would take us deeper and further, deeper and further in your word. And in Jesus' name, and everybody said. Come on, everybody said. Hallelujah, Father. We praise you in this place. Look to your neighbor and say, I praise the Lord. Look to your other neighbor and say, I praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Really quickly, before we break out in our times of breakout, just really quick, I want to encourage you guys. Just that word for tarrying. That word means to stay in, stay where you're at. Tarry a little longer. Right now, before we break out in this, and before we break out, JC Soldier's Warriors for Christ, just want to share this last word. So many times I ducked out and left what God was doing in my life because I was so quick to move on. Okay, that's it. That's done. But when I learned... When I learn to stay, I'm, I'm not going to move until I stay. It's like, God, I want you to speak to me. Sometimes you guys can't move unless God speaks. Other times you're following what's happening here in this service. But, guys, there's, a t- there's something special when you stay and you wait for the Lord. How many of you guys were blessed by that time of just tearing in the presence of the Lord? Amen. <laughs> Praise God. Let's break out into our, our life groups, rather. My Warriors for Christ, my JC children. We can have my DJ throw it up. All right, all right. Let's take the next three minutes, guys. Three minutes.
30 more seconds, 30 more seconds, 30 more seconds, 30 more seconds. Seconds, ten more seconds, ten more seconds. Amen. Break back in, break back in. Mm. Praise the Lord. PTL. Look to your neighbor and say, PTL. That means praise the Lord. Look together and say, PTL. PTL. We're going to have, guys, we got to have some swag in this place. So here's, as Jesus Christ, I'll be the trendsetter in this place. So whenever we, we do something cool, we'll be like, that's what's up. So whenever you pose in pictures, just go like this. Like, like, that's, that's played out. Everybody's doing that nowadays. You got to go like this, okay? Like, what's up? You know where I got that from? My brothers and sisters in Christ. Out in uh, California, the Samoans, they just go like this. When they're posing the pictures, it's like, I don't know if it's a gang sign. If, you find, if any of you guys find out if it's a gang sign, just let me know. We'll drop it. But for now, anytime we're posing pictures, it's just like that. Okay, it means yellow. Praise God. Welcome to Elevate. Oh, come on, y'all. Welcome to Elevate. I thought she was giving me something. She's coming in right through the middle looking right at me. I'm like, what you, what you got? Praise God. If we can have everybody move to the first two rows, so let's try to squeeze it in. Your neighbors don't bite. If they do, let us know. We'll, we'll, we'll put like a little restraining thing on their mouth. So if you're in the third row and you see some seats, there's some seats right here. Move it on in. Move it on in. Thank you for coming out. Elevate. Right. Praise God, guys. We meet Fridays at 730. You know what's the deal. Amen. Life groups, guys. This is how we keep in touch with you guys. This is how we, we get into your lives. This is how we become friends. This is how we become BFFs. Anybody know what a BFF is? Best friend forever. Best friend forever. Yes. Would you guys still be my friend if I talk like this? Really? Oh my gosh. Really? No, shut up. Really? Oh my God. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Okay, so join a live crew. Oh my goodness. Bible study and fellowship. Oh my goodness. <laughs> no, I'm not going to talk like that. <laughs> Praise God. Oh my, oh my goodness. If I'm preaching, you know, sometimes when I joke around, I like, like the, the funny side will come out sometimes and I'll think like a funny joke I might have said and I'm preaching. I'm like, oh my goodness. I just, you guys will catch it once in a while. Those who've been long enough, like, oh my gosh, you messed up right there. You know, so join a live crew, guys. My Warriors for Christ, where you at? All right, all right, all right, all right. Ghetto. Ghetto kids. The ghetto warriors for Christ. Ghetto. Where my JC soldiers at? All right, all right, all right. We're more, we're more civilized than that, guys. Calm down. Just kidding, just kidding. Guys, keep, keep your passion, keep your heart. So, guys, we're, we're having some cool things as it's summertime. Ellie and I are going to start talking. Right here, go like this, Ellie. Come on. We're going to start talking about getting you guys out to the beach. Just a joint collaboration, a joint collabo. You know what I mean? Just have fun, all right? 
So we're really gonna do that. Join the life group, Adam and Cynthia, myself. Um, we gotta get that fixed. Ellie and Leilani, thank you. Next. Next slap for me, please. Amen, guys. Here at Metro Praise, this is this is all we're and you every time you we come up to the, the stage, to, when I come on the mic, anybody comes up here, you're gonna hear the vision and our strategy. Guys, Metro Praise, we love God and love people. Look to your neighbor, say, I love you. Because I love God. That's what it is, guys. And you guys, we want you to grow in these things. And our strategy to do that is connect, mentor, and send. You're going to hear us preaching it out. And you guys are going to know this thing in the back of your head and be like, loving God, loving people, connect, friends. Because we believe in it, guys, that's happening. All right? Connect you to the cross. Okay? Not just some random Christian. Or you're saved because you went to church. Or you got, like, some, uh, some membership because just because you went there for, like, a month. No, no, not here. That's not going to happen. You connect to the cross. You get saved. You get mentored. 101. All my 101ers make some noise. <laughs> guys, I, have, I haven't seen the class so packed the way it was today. And if we, if we get into the culture of just keep on making disciples, guys, soon enough we're just going to have a youth group of disciples. Come on. I love that. That's what's up, guys. Look to your neighbor. Say, I'm a disciple. And there's this one old song, Pastor, Pastor Joe was singing in chapter one. He's like, I'm a soldier in the army of the Lord. I'm a soldier. Hey, come on, clap your hands. I'm a, come on, stand up. Come on. In the army. Come on, just like this. I'm a soldier in the army of the Lord. I'm a soldier. Say, I'm a soldier. Army of the Lord. Come on, give it up for Jesus, y'all. Come on. How did that happen? That was just awkward. Okay. Everybody go awkward. Be the awkward turtle. I want to be creative with the awkward awkwardness. I know there's an awkward turtle. There's an awkward turkey. I got this one. Watch this. My boy Zach told me that one. He's a good guy. So uh, there's the awkward moose. If you guys can find more things, be creative, make something up. We get you to come up here. Every time I do something, like come on up. Awkward fish. You know, do the do the Nemo. <laughs> that one little thing. Do the Nemo. Ah, check that out. You, I, I promise you, now you're gonna hear that in a music video. Do the Nemo. Look at all these weird things, the Dougie, whatever that is. Our goal here is 100,000 disciples in Chicago with 50 churches to plant and 500 churches around the world. Guys, we are not the only ones who are doing this right now. You know, my friend's church right here in Chicago, as a matter of fact, um, they are actually doing it just like that. And guess what? They started in the pastor's house in his basement. This church started in Pastor Joe's apartment. Come on, guys. God can do it. Amen. We're believing it, and we're already starting to see that. So keep on plugging in. Keep on being excited what we got going on. Amen. Next slide for me, please. Discipleship. Come on, disciples. Make one more time. No. Praise God, guys. Like, the one-on-one, -on -one, guys, is where you want to be, okay? It's, it's where you want to be because this is what you got to do. This is what you got to do. You got to put your mouth like that when you talk. What do you got to do? Guys, let me tell you what. Jesus Christ came to make disciples. That's what it is. Are you one? That, ask yourself the question, are you a disciple or are you just a church goer? I'm not, I'm not counting about the years you've been in church. Are you a disciple of Jesus Christ? Amen? That's a reality check. Next laugh for me, please. Chicago SUM. Guys, let me tell you what, guys. I'm, praise the Lord, if we can get the music done just a little bit. Let me tell you what, guys. We have some sad news. I'm actually done with my trimester 
this coming Sunday, I'm turning in my last final. Praise the Lord. Ellie's just putting on Facebook, like, almost done with this bat. You don't understand. Like, my first year, I'm thinking, like, I got this, you know. Second year, it's just getting a little harder, getting a little more deeper. I'm like, ooh. They have, you have no idea just the amount of work that we're doing. It's crazy stuff, but it's but it's fun, guys. Chicago, SUM, you guys talking about, like, being called into the ministry and finding a place where it will challenge you, you will grow. And some of the things I'm about to teach you guys in the one-on-one, it didn't come just because, oh, I just, just read the Bible one day. No, I had people, men and women of God, teaching me the word. In Chicago, SUM, guys, here in Metro Praise, you guys are blessed to be a part of a church where we have a Bible college. I'm not talking about we give you like some little certificate just because we're in our own little club. No, I'm talking about like the government recognizes what we're doing here. You can get fast for financial aid and you get your bachelor's degree. As a matter of fact, when you guys, at the end of service, we have some flyers from Oakland about some of the graduates that are graduating this year. Just read up on them. Just check out what God is doing. Some awesome things. We're having some SUMs open up in different churches. God is doing it, guys. At the end of this month, we should have put the flyer up there. But guys, go on Facebook. Go on Facebook. Hit up my page. As a matter of fact, go to my page on Facebook. Get on Facebook. Go to my page. And we're going to show you the flyer because we were spending time making this thing. We will show you guys. Yesterday, me and Pastor Joe were just like horking down some fries, eating some cheeseburgers, working on this thing to perfect it. And we're going to show you guys. We put in the work. Amen. Amen. Praise God. So let me tell you a little bit about the guest. His name is Chino Life. You know what? We should also have some Chino music over here. But I don't know if you guys heard it, but in the back in the student center, we had some of his music going on. Guys, this guy is legit. Too legit to quit. All right? Keep following me. Too legit to quit. All right? One more time. One, two, three. Too legit to quit. That's what it is. The stuff is on iTunes. Go check them out. Okay? Really, really good guy. SUM expansion days, the dates, May 27th through the 28th to the 29th. The guest, Chino Life from Miami. Guys, this guy is hot. Elevate E-Night. E-Night, the end of this month. Guys, invite your friends. It is going down. Like, if you want to plan out for anything that we have in the year that you don't want to miss, like, you don't want to get sick. You know how you do in school. Like, you plan on certain days. Like, you're going to get sick. Like, the day of the test, I'm going to get sick. Like, the day we have oh, this amount of homework, I'm going to get sick. Guys, this is the day you want to be alive and awake. E-Night, Friday, May 27th, 7.30. It is going down. It is going down. And I have another little surprise that night. I, I want... Okay, I'll tell you. Okay, fine. We're having a band come and perform and do worship for us. He's going to get back to me, actually. But we're trying to get, more, more than likely, Armor Bear to come back out and just do like a little acoustic set for us. So it's going to be cool, guys. We have some awesome things. The main guy, Chino Life, SUM Expansion Days, guys. You don't want to miss it. It's just going to be about SUM and just what God has. It's just like boom, shock, lock. People are going to get saved, filled with the Holy Ghost. Amen. Come on, keep finding that um, that music video, rather. They be, it's on the, yeah, yeah. You can stand there, okay. Show my page. Oh, speaking of which, I wonder some of you guys' Facebook pages. Look, what in the world? You talking about, like, what is going on? You know, trying to live for God. Let's do that. Come on. Just keeping it real. Just keeping it real. Amen. Go ahead and use the other thing. Come on, son, yeah. Go ahead and pause it and then pause it and then expand it. Stop from the beginning, please. Give it up for Ellie, y'all. Give it up for Ellie. He's trying. He's trying. He really is. 
Started from the beginning, baby. Come on. Hallelujah. Give it up, y'all. Give it up. You have no idea. Like me and Pat, it started here. We were purchasing our tickets for India. It started here, and the pastor was like, dude, just, just come back. We'll finish it over here. So we're on the way. I'm like, man, I'm hungry. You hungry? Yeah, let's go. Let's go dog stuff. We get something to eat, and we're still working on this, trying to perfect everything. So, guys, there it is. Invite your friends. It's going down. Like, it's going to be hot. We're inviting people that are actually want to consider SUM, that are thinking about Bible college. So there's going to be a packed house. Look at your never say packed house. Amen. Next slide for me, please. Tithes and offerings. You guys can stand with me for a minute. Praise God. Tithes and offerings, guys. You know, we don't, we don't like to hustle you guys. We're not like some Mac Daddy pimp just trying to get your money all the time. But guys, this is how we do things in the church and just how God said it. You know, tithe is 10% of your total income and your offering is whatever you offer to God after your tithe. He's getting a little... Excited back there. Just lower it down just for a little bit. Just a little bit for me, please. Just all the way down. Please. There it is. Thank you so much. So, guys, um, this is what we believe in the church, and it's biblical, okay? You guys will find out the moment that you start being greedy, you're going to find out that it's going to follow you everywhere, and it's just one of those things you don't want to get into, and, and it's a sin. I, everybody, will, here's the one thing. You, you want to look at your life, and, you know, we say, man, God, I mean, I've been, I've been dealing with lust. God, I've been dealing with this, and... Man, God, I really need to be separate from this. And everything may be fine for you, but what about the issue of, uh, of greed and, and selfish ambition and giving to the Lord? The Bible even goes up to this. If you can just mute that for me, please. The Bible even goes up to this. You steal from God when you don't give your tithes and offer. And, and you guys will know who you are. I'm not going to be up here and just like super prophetic and just like, it's you. And you, you know, it's not going to happen, guys. But here it is. Just give unto God. Be a cheerful girl, the Bible says. Amen. Amen. A tithe. If you give, if you get a hundred dollars on your on your check, right? A tithe is ten percent, which is ten dollars. Amen. Next slide for me, please. Acts ten thirty-five. The Bible says this all read it together in one voice. Acts ten thirty-five says, remembering the words the Lord Jesus Himself said, it is more. Where are the offering buckets? There you are. Father God, I thank you for what you're doing in this place. God, I thank you that you bless our students, God, that they're blessed to be a blessing. And God, I pray that you would just open up their hearts so that they could be a cheerful giver, God. And Father, give back to them what they've sown into the ministry, Father. Press down, shake it together, and running over. Father, we thank you for everyone in this place. In Jesus' name. Amen. Come on up as you give. Come on up. Amen, amen. Amen. Praise God, guys. We have a, I have a special treat for you today. 
Um, you can just lower that down, brother, as you make it. We have a special treat for you guys. One of our, one of our very own, Eliezer Hernandez, is going to be giving you the word today. Come on, give it up for Eliezer. Come on up, guys. Come on, give it up. Give it up. You guys are making him more nervous. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Ellie here has been, uh, just a little bit about Ellie. He's been serving here for like 20 years. Three to four years now. You know, when Ellie first came, he was in uh, the crossover ministry, I believe, right? And he came as more, Ellie was more to himself. You know, you didn't know who he was. He was more like the mysterious guy. You know, you look at him now, he's more like the guy you can talk to, you can talk with, and you don't feel weird around. And just, just to testify what, what God has done, when you stay faithful to God, when you get close to God, and you get around people that love God, and you get under leadership, and you say, God, I want to follow the call that you placed in my life, and you get under the vision, and you just go after God, God will do some amazing things. He'll open up doors that you'll never see to be open. You don't even know how he did it, but you said, man, that was a guy. And here is Ellie today, going to give you the word of God for being faithful to what God has called you to do. Amen. So I want a big, nice, warm welcome home. Stand to your feet as he comes on up. Come on, give him a hand clap. Come on. Sir. Come on. Come on, give Jesus the bigger hand clap. Come on. Seriously. For real. Come on now. I love Adam, man, seriously, he's an awesome guy. Um, you know, the way he just said that kind of is so Holy Ghost because what I wanted to say was just that this is a dream come true for me, seriously. Like, you, like I got saved about seven years ago, it was in a youth group, and I remember, man, like, just going through it, you know, like, it was just a different experience, you know what I mean? Like, maybe over here you might get, like, this experience, you're like, oh, everyone's on fire for God, whatever. Over there, no one really cares. And so in my heart, I always wanted more. I always wanted to, to get more of God. I, because, you know, to me, God was just amazing. It was like, whoa, like, there is this omnipotent, like, this guy who can do everything and anything, and he knows me completely. Man, like, I really want to get to know him. And so when I gave my life to him, you know what I mean, I just started envisioning myself, like, preaching at the youth group and all that stuff. And look at this, man, seriously. Like, seven years later, here I am, man. The Lord is faithful. That's a, that's a huge thing. So... I want to get myself a little situated over here, a little bit like that, a little bit like this, okay? <laughs> so, man, that's just about it, man, seriously. That's where you got to be faithful to God, and if you don't know a lot about God, or if you want to learn more about God, you're in the right place. I can honestly tell you, man, Elevate is the place to be at, and you are right now just pioneers, man, because in a few short months, it's been you're going to be like elbow to elbow with somebody and be like, man, that's my seat. And it's like, no, that's my seat, dog. I mean, like that. So without further ado, <laughs> I, I want to start off with the skit. And so I'm going to get my the, the, the skit team with my wife, which she leads it. So I'll wake my way off the stage for her to do it.
Give it up to the skate team. Come on. All right, amen. Awesome. Test, test, test one, two. Test, 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 one, two. Test, test, one, two. We are so out of place today. <laughs> Look at this. This is crazy. Let me turn off that guitar. Awesome. Man, you know, I was, I was thinking about what to say today, and just to start off, I want to say, you know, welcome to the world. And the world, man, like, has changed so much. Like, since I've been born, man, since I've been alive, it's changed so much. You have no idea, man. I remember in the 90s they had those, like, fanny pouches and all that stuff. Man, in the 90s it was, like, Easy e was around, Bone Thugs, stuff like that, man. And it has changed so much, I'm telling you. And people, people's minds have changed so much, and just the way people view things is just so different now. Seriously, it's just like you would not believe like not only what like 11 years ago in the 90s in itself, man, like we would be where we're at today. It is just ridiculous how much change has happened. And you know what, like I, I was listening to a sermon the other day and they're talking about these different generations and all that stuff. And I realized it's like, man, like it's hard now to relate to other people because they're just going through all these different things, and it's just, it's, it's hard, you know what I mean? Imagine that, like, imagine trying to relate to your, to your little brother or something. That's kind of like, well, you know, you, you're into, like, all these things, and I'm just, like, into, like, all this, like, different fads and whatever. But seriously, man, it is just so different. And, like, I guarantee you now, man, as you're starting to grow up even more and more and more, man, what's going to happen is you're going to start, like, listening to people's opinions about things, and those opinions are going to become real to you, you know what I mean? It's not just going to be like, oh, you know what, I, I believe in God, yeah, whatever. It's just going to be like, well, why are you believing God for? Like, what's that all about? Like, you know, they're going to start asking you questions. You're going to start to hear things. They're going to look at you and be like, you're stupid. You don't know what you're talking about. That's like such an old thing, you know what I mean? That's, that's the honest truth, man. That's what we're heading to. And I want to just go ahead and say that now, because you chose to really believe in God, you chose. You had that choice, and you said, you know what? I'm going to go to church today. Why? Because I actually do believe there's a God. Guess what? There's a target on your back now. A target is literally on your back. And you're like, from whom? Well, just wait a second. You know what I mean, we're going to get to that point. But you got a target on your back. Maybe it, was, it didn't need to be that way before, but it is that way now. And so you know what? People, people nowadays, you know, like, I guarantee you probably know some friends or probably even you at one point or even you right now. You take this, like, this image of God and you're like, okay, well, whatever, you know what? Like, I'm just going to go ahead and I'm going to act however I want to act because that's just the way God is, you know what I mean? All I need to do is just believe in him, right? That's, that's all it is. I can just come here, sit down at church, and that's just it. You're like, where did you get that from? Did you really try to understand who God is? 
because a lot of people say, oh, you know what, like, I, I can't understand God. He doesn't really want to show me anything. He just, he, he doesn't care about me. When I was praying for that, he didn't, he didn't answer me, so he doesn't care. He's just over there somewhere. I'm here, whatever. That's the big thing, man. That's the humongous thing. I remember when I was growing up, that was the thing I said to God, whatever, God. You don't, you don't, you don't care. I ask you for things, you don't care. And you know what? That's what the devil right now is saying to a lot of people. He wants you dead or alive. Dead or alive, man. And that is not a joke. And so now you're going to, you know, you come to Elevate and whatever. And that's awesome, man. Praise God for that. And then you heard last week, you know, basic training and all that stuff. And you, you hear, like, the skit and the skit, you know, the, the kids up there are like, oh, are you, like, dealing with all these issues? Like, oh, no, sir, you know. And he's taking it like a joke. And I bet you guys, you didn't see anything wrong with that. And you know what? That's the honest thing that needs to change, man. Because if you are not going to see that sin is an issue, you are going to go down a path so messed up. By the time you realize where you're at, my God, you don't even know. I have stories like that because unlike this church, which is so great to, you know, to say, you know, come on, you got to go to one-on-one. You got to follow God. You got to read your word and all that stuff. They didn't really care. I just came. I sat in the church for like a year. No one really even knew my name. So when you think about that, man, I want you just to, I just want you to take appreciation for just one second and be like, man, like, well, thank God for that at least. But you know what? Like, honestly, with sin, a lot of you guys don't know the truth about it. And you're in this life now and you're, you know, you're learning to be a Christian now and all that. And then there's times where you just kind of think to yourself, you know what, God, I don't care. I like doing this. I like it because it feels so good to me, God. It feels so good. And you are not that good. You are just like, you're so this much. And when I go with her, mm, you have no idea, God. You know what the Bible says about that? In Numbers 32, 23, and you may be sure that your sin will find you out. That is some deep stuff, and man, I can honestly tell you from stories, man, where I would go ahead and I would try to place my sin on these, like, I would try to hide it. I would try to hide it from people, you know what I mean? I would try to hide it from myself. I remember losing my virginity at the age of 14, and what happened was that, you know, when we, we were done doing the, the thing, you know what I mean, we, we came out, and it was just like that shame because, you know, it was in my, it was in my house. Everyone was home, basically. So you're just kind of getting straight and all that stuff. You're like, oh, how do I smell? You know what I mean? Okay, whatever. And you know what? Seriously, it's just like more and more and more and more, man. I was just starting to feel it right here. The sin was starting to come about, you know what I mean? It was, it was looming on my shoulders, and God was going to say, no matter what you did, it's going to come out. It's going to come back to you. You're going to remember it. You're going to think something about it. And so that, and I can tell you, man, just story after stories of things like that where I just wish that I would be so much more smart. I was like so much more smart. I just wish that, you know what I mean? But I can't do that. And now I have such a testimony about the things I did and how stupid I was, you know what I mean? And thank God today I, I am standing here, but I guarantee you that I, I didn't have any right to be here. You know what I mean? I, it's all by the grace of God. For one, I would have never been able to 
have gotten out of my own sin if unless for it was for Jesus Christ taking his hand and pulling me out of the gutter. Seriously, because you have no idea. Like that person in that picture, that was me. That was me. Well, obviously, I, well, actually, I did have kind of like long hair back in the day. So, and I want you to, to read this one. It says, Proverbs 7, 27. Her house is a highway to the grave, leading down to the chambers of death. And what happens is that when you sin, you're not going to think a lot about, about it at the moment. Like, I honestly tell you, man, like, you're going to go ahead and be like, well, you go ahead. You can come over to my house or, you know what, okay, you can roll that up. You know what I mean? Whatever. It's cool. And you can't see what's going to happen in the end. And I guarantee you that you can talk to people who are in jail and you can ask them, did you see what was going to happen? They'll be like, no, we thought we were going to get away with it. But that's the whole point. That sin is deceitful. It, is, it will blind you from the truth. And so in Proverbs 7, it talks about this woman, basically, who is, like, the biggest, like, prostitute you can think of, you know? Like, everybody knows her. She's in the, she walks around the streets and whatever. And so there's this guy who's actually, you know, he's walking, like, around, and he sees her, and so he gets lured in. And she starts saying to him, you know what? Don't worry about it. My husband, he's not going to be here for a while. He's, you know, he, he, you don't have to worry about it at all. He's, he's, he's going to come next month. My bed sheets, they're made of the finest linen. I have the most, uh, most fragrant perfumes. Come, come lie with me. There's nothing to worry about. And then slowly but surely, you start seeing it. That her house, everything that you did, is going to take you down to the grave. It's going to literally take you to a place where you would not want to be leading down to the chambers of death, abortions, broken relationships, messed up families that you know you didn't want to be a part of, but hey, you know, my mom and dad, they couldn't, you know, let go of each other or whatever, and so here I am today, you know what I mean, like, and this broken family, all that, that's for real, that's serious, man. And I want you to know something, man, that now that you have that, now that you know that, why is it that you are being bombarded of all these things. Why is it that you're a target for all these things? Why? Because I know that been plenty of you probably thinking to yourself, hey, man, I was just born like, you know, like 15 years ago or something like that. I, I you know, I lived in like Humble Park for a while and whatever, you know what I mean? Like I'm normal. Why is it that the devil hates me so much? Why is it that I have to get all this stuff put on my plate? You know why? Because it's war. It's war, man. It is not a joke. You, you were born into a world where God wanted you to be for, for him. He wanted you to be a creation for him, to seek after him, to love him. And you know what? Some people don't like to do that. And so that's why you see all these messed up people around and you see them doing the wrong things. And that's why you see such a, a hardcore thing. And now the devil, he sees you and he's like, you know what, man? I don't, I don't want him to succeed. I don't want him to do something for God. Because I, why, why would I want that? You know what I mean? Like he wants everything to himself. Man, and I can tell you the stories about that because actually I used to be a Satanist. You, you might not even know that, but seriously, I'm, I can remember words in my head that were used to count out things towards, uh, towards Satan. I remember calling upon demons in my life so that I could have sexual fulfillment. That is not a joke. I remember these things like that, and I, when I remember them, I'm like, God, I just wish that you would get rid of that because I really don't want to remember that word. I really don't want to remember the things I used to say or all that stuff, and it's messed up. And I want you to know that 
of all these things that are happening, you can do one thing. You can be like, you know what, I don't want a part of any of this. I don't want to be with God. I don't want to go to church. It's just fine. I don't care. I, don't, I, just, I just want to be by myself. I'll live my life. I'll, you know, go to college, be a teacher. I don't have to worry about God, whatever. But that is not going to happen. I can honestly tell you. Because no matter what, a person will either go down the road that leads to destruction or the road that is very narrow but leads to heaven. And that is the most serious thing that you could ever understand. And it's reality. And a lot of guys, you don't want to know it, but guess what? It's there. It's real. And so you can't hide from God. You cannot hide from him. He's calling you, and he's calling you, and he's calling you, and you're trying to hang up the phone, but here he comes up again. You know what I mean? And just like, ignore, ignore. Come on, God. I don't just stop, man. You're so persistent, whatever. And he won't relent until he has it all. And, and you know, you came to church, and now you're like, man, I, I felt bad. You know, or like, I heard God say something to me, but I don't want that anymore. Or I hear, like, calling in my life, but I don't want to do that. And guess what? He's calling you. He's calling you. And he's calling you. And he's not going to relent until he has it all unless you completely say to God, I hate you. Get away from me. That's what's going to happen. And actually, I have a funny story about this. Um, you know, you know, I'm married to Leilani, right? All right, so obviously, all you guys know that. That's good. When we were dating, we would talk sometimes in the night, right? And so, man, you know, we were just, she was like the most, like, grumpiest person in the night, seriously. So, like, I remember these times, man, seriously, she's straight up Boricua, man, I'm telling you. So, I would be, like, talking to her, and she'd be like, just, I don't want to talk anymore. Click. What? <laughs> What's your problem? I call back up. She doesn't answer. I'm about to go over there right now. I'm about to tell her to answer that phone. You know what I mean? And she answers. I don't want to talk. It's like, you better talk, okay? Drop you like it's hot. You know what I mean? So same way, man. God is going to keep calling you. He's going to keep calling you. He's going to keep calling you. It could happen right now for a few years, man. You might not listen to it right now. Go down to your 25, something like that. Somebody comes up to you. Hey, can I talk to you about Jesus? What? Jesus? Yeah, let me talk to you about Jesus. Nah, man, I'm good. I, I know him. You know, whatever. He's going to keep coming after you, keep coming after you. And he's just so in love with you, man. You have no idea. That is just the honest truth, man. And so I want to welcome you to this war because you guys are here. Now, you guys are a part of it. You guys are starting to, you would say, I believe in you, Jesus. I believe in the things that, that you did for me. You know, you forgave me my sins. So what are you going to do now? You know, things just got real, okay? Things just got so intense for you, you won't even understand. You might think to yourself, hey, I'm just going to go to school. I'm, I'm fine with that. But in the reality, man, if you could see what's going on behind the scenes, you would be like, this is the war right here. We don't have to worry about the war over there in, in the Middle East or stuff like that. This is the war. I see, you know, that demon mess up of all those people. People are coming over here and they're, uh, you know, they're just falling into sin. And why? Because there's just all this stuff going on behind the scenes. And you don't even know, you know what I mean? You're just like, I just like math. You know what I mean? You're just going to math class. You're doing your, your trigonometry, you know, your triangles and stuff like that. I hate math, just so you know. So, oh, that's so cute. <laughs> So I want you guys to turn to Ephesians 6.10, and this is going to be the thing that we're going to learn. Because if you guys are going to come to the war, if you guys are going to say that you want to know about God, if you want to live a life for God, this is what you have to endure. This is the honest truth right here. 
what is in the war? What, what do you need? Okay, well, now you're a soldier. Well, we got that point, you know, Mission 316, here we go. That's, that's what we're all about, right? We're soldiers. Yes, sir, you know what I mean? But what do you need now? Well, you need armor. You need a weapon. Duh, you know what I mean? Come on. This is like, this is just simple. If you don't want to die, then you're going to put armor on. If you want to do some damage, if you want to defend yourself, you're going to need a weapon. And so in Ephesians 6.10, it says, in conclusion, be strong in the Lord. Draw your strength from him. Man, just, just with that verse alone, I, I could just wish that people who say they love God would just listen to that and they would be completely changed by it. Man, because I, I guarantee you, man, you're going to probably like maybe even a few hours from now, you're going to go through something and you're going to be like, man, everything's so hard. Well, I guess I just have to do what I used to do. You know what I mean? But here he's saying to you, he's saying to you, God is saying to you, be strong in him. Draw your strength from him. That's all you got to do. You have, if you want to actually be strong, if you don't want to be some like punk tossed about and all that stuff, you, what you got to do is you got to draw your strength from him. You got to go down on your knees. You got to be like, God, just give me some strength right now because right now there's just all these demons behind me. Everything's just falling apart, God. You have no idea, but I just need you. That's what you need, man. You need to draw your strength from God. Verse 11 says, put on God's whole armor that you may be able uh, successfully to stand up against the strategies and deceits of the devil. Man, the devil ain't no, no punk. He, he, he's been around, man. He knows what he's doing. And I, I'm going to be real with you guys. A lot of you guys fall for it every day. Every day you fall for these things that he's doing, and you think to yourself, man, I, it's fine, whatever. But he's just playing you, man. He's, you know, he's working you like a fiddle, man. Seriously, he's just taking you over, man, and he's, <laughs> he's owning you, pimp slapping you. You can put all those things in it. That is the truth, man, and you have to put on God's whole armor. That's the only way. You need to just put it on, and you're going to have to start getting like a little theme here. This is, this is not the first time he's going to say put on God's whole armor. He's going to say it again, and you, you're going to be like, well, that's pretty redundant, but you're going to be like, well, because you didn't get it yet. <laughs> so you need to right now listen to it, man. When you put on God's whole armor, you then will be able to successfully stand up against every single strategy and deceit of the devil. How many guys you know that the devil is deceitful? Right, man? Come on. He is deceitful. And so what you think is good for you, sometimes the devil is just doing it. He's putting it in your way. And you're going to be like, well, that's the best option for me. I think I'm going to do that. Or you think to yourself, man, you know, the Bible doesn't really say anything about uh, sex before marriage, so... Yeah, I think I'll do that. Come on, man. Seriously, this is no joke. I want you to consider something. Um, it is not the matter of really how good you are at something in this life. It's just a matter of how willing you are to lay it all down for Jesus and give it all to him and see him give you that strength, give you the power to do something. That is the truth. You have no idea, man. And so I want to put this in your heads today. Look, for we are not wrestling with flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the powers, against the world authorities of this present darkness, against the spirit forces 
of wickedness in the heavenly sphere. What does that mean? Well, it means that you as a soldier are not really fighting up against your, your neighbor next to you. You're not fighting up against that one guy you hate in school, you know, Julio or something like that, whatever. But you're not really, you know, that's not your enemy. That's not who you're going up against. Who you're going up against is somebody you can't even see. But they have so much power over you, you can't even believe it. And so there's kind of like a few like things here that uh, the Bible says that you need to get it. But against the rulers. And so rulers are kind of like people who rule over you, right? Like imagine like a bully, right? So think about it like this. There's demons, right? And demons, you know, who like get stronger and stronger or whatever. And so these rulers are the ones who bully you. All right, so you got to start getting angry at those guys and be like, I ain't, you know, I'm tired of that guy. Like, you know, when uh, Marcy was over here and she was like shooting everybody, and, you know, Lily was all like, I hate that person. Like, you know, that's the guy that's killing everybody. You know, let's go and get him. That's the bully right there, right? So you got to pay attention to that. Next one is the powers. So now this gets a little more serious now. So, you know, you might think to yourself, oh, I'm just dealing with something, and that's, that's the ruler, yeah. But guess what? Now there's a power, and so powers come up in your school. Powers, you know, they own the school. It's like Schur's, the Schur's demon. Basically the thing that is completely just messing up with all those people and you see this things happening there, that's the power there. And the power in Taft, the power in uh, East Light, and the power in uh, Lane Tech. These things are over things. And that is why sometimes you just gotta go ahead and be like, you know what, I hate you devil. I ain't gonna let you take the power in this place. You're gonna have, you're gonna, you're gonna just get kicked out like that against the world authorities of this present darkness. And so now you go from, you know, places, regions to like the whole world. And so now you got these demons that are just messing around with people like crazy everywhere. And that's why you see places like Africa. You see places like India completely messed up. And you think to yourself, but why is it like that? It's that one demon there. Just power right there, man. World authority and spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly sphere. That would be referring to like Satan, who was who was an angel of light and who was cast out, who was there and then who fell out. And so that's important to know. And so kind of like a little joke, but you guys probably think to yourself, evil, okay, whatever. So this is evil to you, right? So <laughs> you know what I mean? That's like that's the, that, yeah, that's the evil guy. Yeah, you know what? Ooh, I'm so scared. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I had to do it. You know what I mean? It's just it's too. Why not do it? It's a youth group, man. But for real, I'm talking about things like this, Mardi Gras. You guys, have you guys ever been to Mardi Gras? Come on, man. You guys don't know yet. You, you because you haven't gone out of this like little like you know box that you're in. You don't even know how the devil messes with people. Mardi Gras is, uh, gosh, you have no idea, man. I've been there twice. It is just so intense. I'm talking about, like, there's times when, like, I was just, like, standing there just preaching. People are like, I hate you guys, blah, blah, blah. And then some guy's walking around with, a, like, a little picket. God does not exist. And then people behind you are, like, flashing everybody and all that stuff. And people next to you are flashing. And you're like, Lord, just get me through this, seriously. But then you realize, it's like, well, if I'm not here, who's going to reach them? You know what I mean? I bet you, like, if you can count all those people there, about 90% of those people are just hurting, just walking around there. Like, they don't even know what they're there for. They just want to get an answer in life. That's it. You know, I, I just, there's nothing else. You know, why not just party all day, whatever. Man, and it's just a terrible place. And you can hear about these things all over the world, like uh, Carnival is one of those places, or um, just things like that. You have no idea how it takes a hold of the world. And this is just one 
great example that we know. And the one that you know is the one in your house. I want to I wanna like be real serious here. When you are at home and then you are just struggling with all these things and you see all these things messed up or whatever, what's going on? It's in your house. There's something over your house. There, there are things that are trying to pull apart your house so that you are not okay, so that you don't get to have a real relationship with God. Because if you are in a really messed up house, you're going to be like, God doesn't exist. He th- if God exists, he would be there. He would, he, would, you know, he would just protect me. He would keep me safe from my uncle and all that stuff. He would, he would do things that wouldn't harm me, but he wasn't there. God doesn't exist, right? That's the, the logical thing. Or how about, you know, like the simplest things that happen in the home. Maybe like things are not going that crazy, but... You're, you're, you know, your sister's acting crazy with you and you're just getting so fed up and so you just run out and you're like, man, this is so intense. I just don't want to be here anymore. Like, I just, I want to leave. I want to move out of this house. I can't wait until I'm 18. Right there, man. You don't even know the path you're going to take because you're not even doing things rationally. You're just like, you're going by emotions. You're just like, okay, well, I, just, I don't care anymore. I, I just want to go. This, this house sucks. You know what I mean? Like, they don't care about me. I'm not loved. Whatever. This is serious, man. You are in a war, and you're being targeted so badly. You're thinking to yourself, well, I don't want to be in this war. Too bad. You're, you're alive. Guess what? You know what I mean? There's a God who exists. There's a, a devil who wants to take as many people down to hell with him, and you're stuck in the middle. But you are a soldier. You have the opportunity right now to change everything. You have the opportunity to, um, to take your stand up against the devil, man. And so... I want you to read this verse, and this is the one that we're going to just, like, really anchor down, man. Therefore, put on God's complete armor, that you may be able to resist and stand your ground on the evil day, and having done all to stand, the crisis demands and firmly in your place. Put on God's complete armor so that you will be able to resist, so that you will be able to stand your ground against the devil when he comes to you that day when you're, when you're messed up, when you're like, man, I don't know what i got to do anymore. I just, maybe I just got to do something. I got to go to the mental hospital. Maybe I got to just go with my ex-girlfriend or my ex-boyfriend. Man, I, I, you know, church doesn't mean anything anymore. It doesn't, it doesn't do anything for me. I'm just there. I'm just getting, I'm getting taught all these things, but they don't mean anything to me. And here it is, man. Put on God's complete armor. What is the armor? Well, we're going to get to that right now, but just know that. that that's the second time you already said that. Put it on. You say, get the point, you know what I mean? Put on armor, stupid. <laughs> Seriously. And so, <laughs> I know Adam was like laughing at that one. So it says right here, verse 14, stand therefore, hold your ground. We'll stop right there. Come on. Hold your ground. Man, you're going to go to school, you're going to be around so many people who don't really represent anything. They, d- they, don't, they don't care. I've talked to people who are like, so what do you believe about God? They're like, I don't know, I don't care. What are you going to do in this life? I don't know, I don't care. The Bible says that there is a specific flow in the world that is going on. And it's not by God's flow, it's by the devil's flow. And so you will notice it, for instance, like in America, Everything's all about technology, and everything's going towards just, like, this really hardcore, like, promiscuous, like, image. Like, Lady Gaga, like, all that stuff. It's just, that's the way it's going. And God's telling you right here, stand there for, hold your ground. You ever seen people like that who have said, I'm not going to do this more. I'm, I, I reject this. You know what, I'm going to stand up. 
like, you know, you're in a court or something like that, and I don't know where you hear something. You're like, no, what? what are you talking about? I'm going to stand up right now, and I'm going to meet, I'm going to do something with this life. I'm going to really, you know, take charge of this. Hold your ground. You know how fast the devil will come at you and just try to whirlwind you through, like, this, like, end of life? You know how, man, like, if you just do one wrong mistake, how uh, you can, like, track so far away from where you were? So, for, for instance, I was going to college. I was going to, you know, I was going to become um, an engineer or whatever. I was going this way, and bam, the devil hits you, and you're like, now I just I need to get, you know, my, my share of drugs every day. And, you know what I mean? Like, I have kids, but I know where they're at, but that's what it is. <laughs> how are you going to say that? I don't know that that happened to my family. My family was going down one pay, one way, and I don't know where, Pam, completely different direction. And they're like, what happened to us? Why, why am I 50 years old now, and yet I have nothing to account for in my life? Because you were just like, bah, hit by a devil. So what you got to do, you got to stand. Stand up. Like, you're, like, right next to, like, if you guys ever seen Di uh, Deep Impact, like, there's this one part where, like, the comet hits, and then there's this wave like, starts flowing out. And so, like, the mom and the dad are right there, and they're just standing right there in this huge wave that's, like, coming at them. And it looks like they can't do anything. I mean, so they actually do die. But what happens is that it just overtakes them. But they stood their ground. They, they said, I'm not going to compromise. I'm going to do it. And so verse 14 says, Having tightened the belt of truth around your waist and having put on the, the breastplate of righteousness, and having shod your feet in preparation of the gospel of peace. And you guys might be thinking to yourself, this is literal armor or whatever. But no, I'll, I'll explain it to you in just a second. So we're going to go to the next verse. And it says right here, So lift up over, over all the shield of saving faith, upon which you can quench all the flaming missiles of the wicked one. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit that, that it wields, which is the word of God. Man, you have now this, like, little, like, description of things you got to do. Wh what can you put on in your life? What do you have to do? And like I told you, it's not like a literal, like, I'm going to go buy a breastplate now and all that stuff and walk around, like, look at me. I, I'm righteous now because I have this breastplate on. No, come on. Think about it. <laughs> Seriously. One, the belt of truth. What he means is to hold the truth and to tighten it around you. Because I'm, I guarantee you that you're going to meet some people in life who, like, they say they believe something, but they're so, like, you know, relevant. You ever, you ever heard of postmodernism? Everything's relevant. Truth doesn't really exist. It's just kind of relevant to whoever is, you know, whatever they believe. But, no, you are supposed to hold the truth that you know and tighten it so much around you. That's going to hold up everything. You're going to hold up your pants and also you don't want to be going to battle with your, you know, your underwear and all stuff showing. Number two, keep righteousness close to your heart. That is, that is the theme of, like, SUM, the last, like, three years of my life. Seriously, keep righteousness close to your heart. Because if you don't keep righteousness close to your heart, basically righteousness just means to, you know, to do things the right way and to have integrity. And so if you don't keep it close to your heart, it's going to drift away. It's not gonna, you're not going to protect it. And what's going to happen after that? You know, you don't even care about certain things after that. You're like, well, in my heart, it's okay to beat my wife. It's okay to drink a drink. It's okay to do all that. But if you keep righteousness so close to your heart that it protects you, man, you, you can take a shot. 
and it won't hurt you. Number three, it says, be ready to stand your ground by holding on to the gospel. Come on, man, especially in this day and age, man. Seriously, you, you got to be ready to stand your ground because people are going to come at you. And I told you already the devil's coming your way. And so what's going to happen, you need to have on some shoes, man, that is going to be able to, like, dig deep into the ground. And you're going to be able to stand up against the devil, like, you know, uh, cleats and all that. They're, they're, you know, you just get the, the, the ground stuck onto them and whatever. And so you need to have that, man, because I guarantee you, if you're not going to hold on to the gospel, What's going to happen is that you're going to find yourself going further and further away from it, and all of a sudden, one day, somebody's going to ask you, like, hey, I saw you, like, reading your Bible the other day. Like, do you believe in God, or what do you think about Jesus? You're going to be like, oh, no, man, I don't believe in God, whatever. Don't even have the shoes on anymore. And you know what the Bible says? If you are ashamed of me in this world, I'll be ashamed of you. Come on, man. Keep those shoes on tight, man. Or, you know, pump them up like the old Pumas, and that's like... Number four, whatever comes your way, trust in God. And that's the shield, the shield of faith. And so, like I was saying, you know, like to stand your ground and all that stuff. Well, it's so simple, man. If you, if you have some things going your way, for instance, like you need to, you know, pass a test or whatever. And sometimes you think, well, man, like, I, God, you're not here or whatever. Like, I'm just so, like, blown away by this hardcore, tremendous thing in my life of, you know, this one math test. <laughs> Come on, man, seriously. All you need to do is just take your shield, man, because the devil will throw little little like arrows at you that will just you know that might be a little annoying to you but they can get to you after a while and so what you gotta do just take up your your faith man your faith will come up you're gonna be like you know what i ain't gonna do this man i believe i believe in god i believe that god is bigger than this issue i believe that god is so much more powerful than this that he could see to it that he will provide for me because god is a provider come on man so seriously you have to go ahead have that faith faith is something that you're always gonna have it can be the littlest thing that could move a mountain. So if you guys if you guys read your Bible, seriously, man, you know that faith is where it's at, man, seriously. Just have the faith. People who have faith will do incredible things for God. They won't listen to what other people say to them. You're like, oh, for instance, Peter was about to walk on water. What are you going to do, man? You're not going to walk on water. You're going to fall right down there. Jesus is going to have to come up, and he's going to have to pull you out, and everyone's going to laugh at you, Peter. But Peter's like, no, nah, man, I have faith. Walking on water, man. That is awesome, dude. Let's have some faith in this place. Amen? Number five, keep your head in God and how he saved you. And the helmet of salvation is so simple, man. If you don't have your head protected, you ever seen, like, those movies? Like, I've seen so many movies where, like, you know, they're, like, shooting and all that stuff, and some guy just gets shot in the head. That's it. It's over. Just remember, man, that God saved you. He, if you, get, if you don't even know what saved means yet, okay, well, you'll learn, man. But seriously, he saved you. Keep your head in God. That's always where it's going to be at. For instance, if you're in war, right, if you are in war and you are going through th these things, right, you need the helmet. It's just, I, mean, I don't even know how to describe it. I think it's just common sense to me. You know, I wouldn't even have to, like, fully describe it to a room full of soldiers. They'd just be like, I need that helmet on. I need it on. And so, same thing with you guys. Do that. And number six, fight back. <laughs> Come on, man. Fight back. You're not going to be in a war. You're just going to be in a corner. You're going to be like, ah, me. But you know what it means to fight back? It's a, in your Bible, it said there, you know, the, the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. What? <laughs> 
Come on, man. Seriously. I, I had to think about this for a second. If you really are in this world, if you really believe that there's things going on behind, if you believe there's a God and that the devil hates God and so he just, you know, left heaven and all that stuff, then you got to know, man, that things are coming your way. But what can you do? Fight back now. Do this. Exactly this. Take your sword. When things come your way, just start reading the Bible and be like, man, God, you said, you know, it says here that I can do all things through Christ who enables me. It says here that, you know, man, if I have faith like a mustard seed, it would move mountains. You said here that if I, if I deny myself and pick up my cross, I'll be your disciple. Man, come on, fight back. So when the devil comes your way, bam, you're going to be like, no, I, I know God, man. God is here. He, he tells me what he wants me to know. He's building me up. He's not tearing me down. He's not harming me. He has plans to prosper me. That is what God is doing. And not only that, don't just defend yourself. Now, because you guys are some hardcore youth, man, go out to your school and start pimp slapping the devil back, man, seriously. Take that sword, start wielding it, man. Like, you're in, like, just imagine this. Like, you're in, you're in your hallway, there's, like, like, all the crowds coming, you just have your book back, and you're like, <laughs> Like, just like that, you know, you just be violent. And then, you know, maybe you just, like, pick it up and just, like, chuck it and all that stuff. <laughs> That's what you got to do, man, because you're going to see it, man. I'm telling you, like, you're going to go to your school, and then you're going to be, like, you can be people who are going to be by, like sitting by themselves, and you're going to be like, you know what? I can go. I can, I can help that person fight that fight. I have the word of God. I have that sword that can defeat the enemy like nothing. Come on, man. You can do it. That's awesome. And the last slide. It says, pray in the spirit at all times and on every occasion. Stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere. So if you guys can just uh, stand up, we're going to do this in closing. And Adam, can you just like dim down, just turn off these spotlights and put some music on? I want you guys to, to think about this, man, because this is so close to my heart. This is actually why I'm in SUM. This is why I'm giving my life completely to God. There's a song that's so beautiful that, man, I think about it a lot. And it's um, by Misty Edwards. And she says, I will waste my life. I will waste my life. You guys are to be disciples. Every one of you here is called to be a disciple. You might think to yourself, it's not for me. What the Bible, why Jesus died, why the Father gave his only son to die on the cross was so that you could live for him. So that you can live for him. Think about that. You can live for God in this place. You can live for God. When I was, when I was 14 years old, when I walked into the church first time, had on a shirt that said beware of God and I had a, a pentagram I was with my girlfriend that day and she wanted to go meet her friend over there so you know on my way over there I was like F God, F God, F God I hate God he ain't doing nothing for me I'm gonna go over there I'm gonna listen to what they want to say I'm gonna spit right there that's what it is man and I, was, I was like that and now 
came there the first time, the guy said something, you know, the, the preacher was preaching, and he said this statement that has stuck with me for my whole entire life. And it was, this is your life. Are you who you want to be? You have no idea how that, that made me feel at that, that time. Because I was sleeping with my wife, not my wife, my wife, sorry. I was sleeping with my ex at that time, right? I was sleeping with her all the time, you know, I was doing crazy things. I was a messed up person, man. I'm talking about, I was manipulative. I was telling people all these things. They don't even believe in God to this day because of how many things I said to them. I would cut myself in front of my girlfriend. I would be so messed up. And then when he said that, I was just like, I don't want this. I didn't choose this. I didn't, I didn't choose to be like this. I don't want this. I just really would want something so much better than this, but there's no escape, and so this is my escape. I don't care. Here we are. Look at that. He said something that sparked the light. You, are you who you want to be? No, I don't, I'm not who I want to be. Does it look like I want to be this? Here you are, and so now you have the choice. Do you really want to be a disciple? Do you really want to follow Jesus? Do you really want him? That's so simple. Do you really want him? You can put all these excuses up in here, but this, but that, but this, but that. You know, I'm just, I just don't know how hard it is for me to follow God. I, you know, I get in trouble sometimes, so I can't come to church. But what we just read it was right there. Put on God's whole armor. Resist. Stand up. Hold your ground. It's not that hard. And so, I want everybody to close their eyes, and I want everybody to think about it. For real. Do you want to be a disciple? Do you want to take this mission up? You have the choice now to put on the whole armor of God and be a soldier for him. You can do that. So what are you going to do? There was an incident that happened. Not, it was kind of like a movement that started going on in SUM where people started falling and falling and falling. And I started thinking to myself, God, like, if these people really loved you, why are they doing this? Why are they leaving this call? And it hurt so much. It hurt so much. You have no idea how much it hurt. And I, and I just remembered things that my pastor would say. He would say, that he would have to go to places because no one else was going to go and so God would use him. This is it right here. You know what I mean? If you want to take this time to really get something from God, you can. You want to go ahead and brush it off. No one's stopping you either. You know what I mean? But God is going to be there. God's going to chase you down. He won't relent until he has it all. So, realizing that people were falling and falling and that, you know, the devil doesn't view each one of you as a little baby. He views you as a person who is going to be able to knock him in the face and take some people out of hell and put him into heaven. 
that right there in itself is reason enough to have a whole target on you and to send armies after armies after you. Consider it now. Do you really want to do this for God? Do you really want to do it? Do you want to follow Jesus? Do you want to be his disciple who is willing to take up the stand, who is willing to go ahead and to fight when no one else is doing it? Because if you want to do it, then I want you to fully give it to God. I want you to fully say to God, I am tired of this world, God. I'm tired of what people are doing in this world. I don't, I don't find it right, God. It's injustice, God. I want you, God. I want you. I want to be your soldier, God. I will fight for you, God. I will be that for you, God. And if I die on the battlefield, God, then glory be to you, God, because you are worthy of the praise, God. You are worthy of all praise, God. You did so much for me, and so now... I'll give it all to you. If you want to make that choice, then I want you guys just to come up to the altar and I want you just to give it all to God. Shout out to God if you want. And just, uh, Adam, if you can just play the song back over. So I want you to be this meeting place with God. Let this altar be a whole meeting place with God. So I want you guys just to pray now, okay? So, Lord Father, we're coming after you, Jesus. We don't listen to your words and we say that it, it doesn't mean anything to us, God. Let us be real disciples for you, Jesus. We will follow you. We will put on the armor. Jesus.
come on, this is real right now. This is real. God is calling you to be his disciple. It is not, it's not a joke. It's not somebody just preaching to you and you're just starting to feel something. It's real. If you feel it right now, if you feel like you want to make a difference, if you want to stand up, if you want to fight against the devil, then give it to him right now. Don't hold back from God. Don't hold back from God because there's, there's things that are going to come your way. And so God is going to say to you, he will give you the armor if you are willing. Come on, fight for him. Be his disciple. you guys to stand up and I want you guys just to take a stand right now the Bible says to hold your ground serious right there man hold your ground because if you don't you're going to get knocked back easy so in closing this song I want you guys just to make this a declaration right now listen to it pray to God right now and say, God, that's it, God. You won't relent, God. I'm giving it to you. I will be your disciple. I will put on armor, God, because you are worthy, God, because you are so awesome, because you are the better choice than the other one, God.
Come on, guys, let's tear it just a little long. Come on. See, come be the fire. Come be the fire in our hearts, oh God. Come on. Open up your mouth. Let them hear you today. Let them hear you proclaim it today. Yes, oh God. Help me. Hallelujah, hallelujah, Lord. We bless your name. We bless your name in this place. Oh, we bless your name. It's all for you. It's all for you. Right now, in closing, I want you to hold the hand of your neighbor right now. Just hold their hand right now in closing. Come on. Father, we thank you for what you're doing in this place. Father, I thank you for this man of God that you brought forth today, Father God, to bring your word. Father, how you teach us and you remind us to, to be dressed, Father God, to put on our armor, full armor, to be aware and ready of the devil's schemes. Father, we thank you for such a timely word. And God, we ask, Father God, that we will walk it out continually every single day, Father God. Right now, just take the next 10 seconds, guys. Just start proclaiming over your neighbor. Come on. Come on. I pray over my neighbor right now that he will walk in faith. Come on. Believe it with me. Come on. So can mama say, Father, we declare it. We declare, Father God, that you will have your way, Father God. In this next time of fellowship, God, that we be reminded that, Father, we walk in your power. We walk in your authority, God. We walk as sons and children, daughters. Of the King, Father, we bless your name in this place. In Jesus' name we pray. Come on, just give a hand clap of praise to the Lord in this place. Come on, let's clap it up for Ellie in this place. He did such a wonderful job. Amen. Praise God. He'll be signing his book in the back. If you guys want a signature in the back later. Praise God. Before you leave, God, just encourage two people. Just encourage us so much and, and encourage me. Before you leave, just encourage them. Hey, man, you look good today. Hey, man, God is doing an awesome thing in your life. So find two people and encourage them. Amen. Amen. To this Jesus yeah. Back on the grind again. I know it's been a little while, but it's time again. Folks at the crank, where you gon' rhyme again? I'm like, hold up, give me time, my man. See a lot of things change, some stay the same. Go from H-Town to D-Town to Memphis, man. One thing is for sure, everywhere I go. People caught up in self money, cause it closed. Yeah. They talk about it all the time and put it in their songs. Yeah. They drive around and play it loud like it ain't nothing wrong. And all they talk about is simple stuff. Got everybody acting bad, thinking that they a thug. Plus, I'm bumping these Jesus peace. Whenever they see me, people looking all confused. 